listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. Unto the Lord for he As a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, all of your gifts are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com. God bless you. Listen to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio. On Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Speaker.com, all of our broadcasts are available as podcasts through SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Blueberry.com, Zoom.com, Stitcher.com, Lisbon.com, and BlogTalkRadio.com. To listen to our broadcast by phone, dial 646-478-0660. Again, that number is 646 478 0660. Go visit and like our Facebook page when Christians Speak Talk Radio. Also, be sure to check out Christians Against Suicide and Depression. It's a page dedicated to sharing God's love, encouragement, and hope. There are prayer warriors standing by to receive prayer requests, doing intercession for those under attack by the lie and deception of the devil. We know that the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy, but praise God. Jesus came to set the captives free. Praise the Lord, family, and welcome to another hour of Declaring the Finished Work. This is your host, Pat Randall. Before I get started today, I am going to open up in prayer. Amen. Father, we praise you and we give thanks to you for this wonderful day, the day that you have made. I thank you, Lord God, that we can be of good cheer because you have overcome the world. And so we rest in you. We rest in your goodness. We are allow ourselves to be immersed in you, knowing that we live and have our being in you, that we move in you and that you are our safe place you are our refuge you are our fortress Jesus you are 
our rock. And we thank you. We thank you that no matter what the circumstances are, that you are our peace, you are our joy, you are our love, and we can stand in all of that goodness and know that all is well. It is well with my soul today. Hallelujah. Amen. I thank you for this broadcast hour. I thank you that it will go forth unhindered. Unhindered. I thank you, Holy Spirit. You are our comforter. You are our helper. You are our teacher. You are the spirit of truth. I thank you for the work that you will be doing dur- during this broadcast. We open our eyes and our ears and our heart to receive, to hear, to see what the Lord is speaking in this season. And we thank you. We thank you that we have been called alongside of you to be ministers of reconciliation, that we are your ambassadors in the earth. We thank you. We thank you, Lord God, and we praise your holy name. And I pray this in Christ Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. So if you were with me last week or if you've listened to last week's message, uh, you will know that I was speaking on is America, is God punishing America? And I came out of Galatians 6. And first I want to say that everything that we're saying, the racial tension, tensions, the, you know, the anger, the hate, the divisions, you know, all, all of this stuff, all of this, this political unrest and, and all of the, the divisions and things that are going on, the violence, all of this is the fruit of a bad tree. That has allowed to grow in our country. It's a seed that was planted by the enemy and allowed to take root in our foundation and grow. And the wonderful part is, is that Jesus came to expose the works of the devil. Now, in Galatians 6, where I opened up, that particular episode reading out of that scripture, it talks about the law of reaping and sowing. And so whatever a man reaps, you will sow. And the wonderful part about that law is that you get to see what you've sown. So if you've been sowing in error, you get to see the fruits of that error so that you can pluck up that root amen I mean because we need to be able to see where we have gone wrong or and and where we're not following God but we also need to be able to repent we need to be able to not be so prideful Or even to be so ashamed that we are unwilling to do the self-examination, which is necessary uh, during this time, is that 
this is a time to 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 reflect and to see where we are, where we truly are. And I'm talking to believers. I'm not talking to the world. I am talking to those who are followers of Christ, those who believe. This is an opportunity for us. There, this space has been made available for us to slow down our schedules, our rhythm of life, because we live such busy lifestyles and some of the things that we're busy about aren't even necessary and that's the other thing you also learn the things that you've been just busy about just to be busy and just to uh, sometimes use it as as a way to escape by being busy you don't have to face things but this is a time that everything is slowed down and we're dealing the country's dealing with some great challenges uh personally as an individual, we are dealing with, with the cha- challenges that affect us di- directly. And so this is a great opportunity for us a- as believers to be able to really do some real soul work. Glory to God. As believers, the moment we got saved, the seed of Christ was planted in our lives. And that is what is growing in our lives today. But we have to remember that there are also weeds in the garden. And if you're familiar with the earth, you understand that Weeds have a way of choking the life out of things. So even though we've got this this great root, which is Christ, if we're not constantly uh, pulling up these weeds in our garden, it'll begin to choke out the good things that's growing in our lives, the things that have been planted by by Christ in our lives. And so through the self-examination process, we're going to pull up those weeds. And those weeds represent untruths. Things that we have accepted uh, that in the outer, it they may appear to be harmless, but they actually come against um, the word of God. They come against God. And so we get an opportunity for the Holy Spirit to show us. And so just ask the Holy Spirit to show me, to show you those things in this season that he wants to bring to our consciousness. Things that have been hidden in our subconscious, that have taken root in that place and it's running like a, a, a background program on a computer. And things are happening and we're responding to things that we're unaware of. But Holy Spirit, show us. Shine your light in those areas. We are open. This is a time to stay open to hear and to see. 
and to trust God that a good work is being done in in your life. And sometimes uh, the work can be painful. And it's painful because, well, I, I think the pain increases as we resist. We resist looking and dealing with something it it really makes it more painful. But when we look at things, recognizing that what we're looking at is not who we are. It's the residue of the old man because we are a new creation. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. So we shouldn't be afraid to look at anything that is working against us in our lives. Jesus came to set the captives free. We want this liberty that Christ brings. Amen. Amen. So today I am going to be talking about, talking from the title, We Say What We Believe. We say what we believe. So you really need to listen to the things that you say. Don't just uh, go through this life saying things and not really paying attention to, you know, what you're saying and, and how you're responding in conversation, especially during this season with all the things. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to respond to. That's very negative right now. So what types of conversations are you participating in? Are you speaking out of what you believe as a child or God, of God or what you have learned in the world or the conditioning that you have experienced growing up in this world, in this culture, in your particular family? The one thing I see about Christendom, which is the the culture of the organized church, that it has allowed the world to politicize what we believe, removing the spirit of what we believe and turning it into legalism. And we know that legalism does not bring life. The spirit brings life. And when we bring what we spiritually believe and try to let a worldly system process it, it turns into legalism. It just turns into another law, turns into another policy. But people's lives aren't really changing. People's hearts aren't really changing. People aren't seeing Christ. When did our objective become getting conservative judges on the courts? We are ministers of reconciliation. We are ambassadors of Christ. Our objective is to get people saved. And if you have been led to believe that getting conservative judges on the court 
is going to get people saved, then you have been misled. I want to read from 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And I am going to actually go through this. I'm going to try and go through this whole chapter. It, it, I'm reading out of the Message Bible. So if you want to follow me, Second uh, Corinthians chapter 4, as I said, I'm reading out of the Message Bible, but you can read out of whatever Bible um, version, translation is, is, is good for you. Because basically it's saying, you know, because I, I know the scripture in King James and, and also in um, the English Standard Version. So I've read different versions of it. So it's basically saying... Uh, the same thing, even in the Message Bible, but it's just in a more um, uh, everyday language. Okay, verse 1. Since God has so generously let us in on what he is doing. Okay, so you may be saying, uh, is he... I don't know that he's letting me in on what he is doing. He has spoken through the scriptures. He's spoken through the scriptures about this world and the things that we would see and the things that we would be faced with. It has all been prophesied. So these race wars and, and, and these famines and these uh, diseases... All of this has been prophesied because this world is slowly coming to an end. It is a world that has been designed by the prince of this world. And until you uh, come into the light by giving your life to Jesus Christ and having him to become the Lord and Savior of your life, are you able to see that this this world is a construct of the prince of this world and he will use the unsaved mind to construct to develop to infect to deceive that's 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 part of his nature that's what he does. So when we see all these things operating in the earth, just know that that's all from the kingdom of darkness. That's the nature of our spiritual enemy. He doesn't have a body, so he he has to use people to do his work. Let's go back. Since God has so generously let us in on what he is doing, we're not about to throw up our hands and walk off the job just because we run into occasional hard times. We know that everything that happens in this world, okay, I'm stopping from reading the scripture. I want to say here at this point that we know that everything in this world is temporal. 
this is not the first time that there's been a pandemic. There's not a first first time for uh, wars and racial tensions. This, there's nothing new under the sun. And so we know where God is taking us. We know that he has promised us a new heaven and a new earth. He has promised us a glorified body. We know where we're headed. We know that he's coming back. There's, there's, he's coming back again. This is all in the scriptures. That's why you have to know the, the word of God. He has left. He has left a, uh, a blueprint for us. And we have to make sure that we're not being distracted by the word that we forget what we believe. Okay, so back to the 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 verse the verses. And we don't twist God's word to suit ourselves. That's really important. Oh wait a minute, I jumped ahead. So I left I left two sentences out. Okay, let me go back. I'm going to start from verse 1 again. Since God so generously let us in on what he is doing, we're not about to throw up our hands and walk off the job just because we run into occasional hard times. Right? Things change. Even the hard times change. Amen. So no matter what season we find ourselves in, we can be content because we know him. Okay. Second verse, we refuse to wear masks and play games. Do you refuse to wear masks and play games? Okay, let's move on. We don't maneuver and manipulate behind the scenes. And we don't twist God's word to suit ourselves. Rather, we keep everything we do and say out in the open, in the light. The whole truth on display so that those who want to can see and judge for themselves in the presence of God. We're not doing back back door. Is that the word for it? Is it back door? Back door deal deals. Where people don't really know what our hidden agenda is. Especially if it's something other than Christ. But it it is a, a worldly agenda. But what we make visible is this representation that we're presenting God. That we're presenting truth. That's hypocrisy. Okay, let's drop down beginning in verse 3. If our message is obscure to anyone, it's not because we're holding back in any way. Okay? That's if you're not holding back. You're giving the full gospel. You're not picking and choosing what you want to present. No. 
verse 4. No, it's because these other people are looking or going the wrong way and refuse to give it serious attention. All they have eyes for is the fashionable God of darkness. Fashionable. Fashionable God of darkness. They think he can give them what they want and that they won't have to bother believing a truth they can't see. They're stone blind to the day spring brightness of the message that shines with Christ, who gives us the best picture of God will ever get. So Jesus Christ, Christ Jesus, he is the Messiah. He is the best picture of God that we will ever get. And as I said last week, people, most people in this country are very familiar with Jesus. They're very familiar with the fact that he sacrificed his life for others, that he he came to love that he that and that God so loved the world that he gave us Jesus to come into the world to save it. He came in to save it and not to condemn it. People know that he is a God of love. And so when they see representations from the body of Christ or people who say they represent the body of Christ. And it is not lining up with the love of God. It's not lining up with who Jesus is. They know it. They can see through it. And you wonder why so many young people have left these organized church these these ministries because of the hypocrisy because love never fails okay verse 5 remember our message is not about ourselves we're pro- proclaiming Jesus Christ the master so when you get into this whole thing of uh, us and them. That's a message of division. You know, I'm a saint, you're a sinner. You know, it's a message of of division. We are here to proclaim Jesus Christ. The mass, he's the master. Our message is not about ourselves, but it's about Jesus Christ. Christ the master, the one who said on the cross, it is finished. It is through him that we're able to live in this world and in the worlds to come. Amen. All we are is messengers. Remember that. All we are is messengers. Aaron runners from Jesus for you. It started when God said, light up the darkness. And our lives filled up with light 
as we saw and understood God in the face of Christ, all bright and beautiful. Oh, that's beautiful. Let me read that again. Remember, our message is not, this is verses 5 and 6. Remember, our message is not about ourselves. We're proclaiming Jesus Christ the Master. All we are is messengers, errand runners for Jesus, from Jesus for you. It started when God said, Light up the darkness, and our lives filled up with light as we saw and understood God in the face of Christ, all bright and beautiful. Verse 7. If you only look at us, you might well miss the brightness. We carry this message, this precious message around in the unadorned clay pots of our ordinary lives. Isn't that that beautiful? That, that, That God chose to come live into us. Unadorned clay pots of ordinary life. And he chose us. To be temples. To house his spirit. His spirit speaks to our spirit. Mm, Hallelujah. Let me continue. That's to prevent anyone from confusing God's incomparable power with us. As it is, there's not much chance of that. You know for yourselves that we're not much to look at. We've been surrounded and battered by troubles, but we're not demoralized. We're not sure what to do, but we know that God knows what to do. Let me re let me say that again. Let me reiterate that. We've we're not sure what to do because there are moments when we we're not sure what to do. But God, but we know that God knows what to do. God knows what to do. We've been spiritually terrorized, but God hasn't left our side. We've been thrown down, but we haven't been broken. What they did to Jesus, they do to us. Trial and torture, mockery and murder. What Jesus did among them, he does in us. He lives. Our lives are at constant risk for Jesus' sake, which makes Jesus' life all the more evident in us. While we're going through the worst, you're getting in on the best. Wow. While we're going through the worst, you're getting in on the best. Verse 13, we're not keeping this quiet, not on your life. 
Just like the psalmist who wrote, I believed it, so I say it. We say what we believe. Being politically correct does not apply to us. Because we're not here to become a part of a political system. We're here to bring the kingdom of God in the earth. And we're not keeping quiet. We believe it. So we say it. We say what we believe. We say what we believe. Are you saying or are you looking at what you believe? You can look at what you believe through your conversation. You say you're a follower of Christ. Are you following Christ or are you following the world? What conversations are you choosing to participate in? Are these conversations bringing life or just bringing more death? Back to the Bible. And what we believe is that the one who raised up the master Jesus will just as certainly raise us up with you alive. Every detail works to your advantage and to God's glory. More and more grace, more and more people, more and more praise. Hallelujah. So we're not giving up. Do you hear that? So we're not giving up. How could we? Even though on the outside, it often looks like things are falling apart on us. On the inside, where God is making new life, not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. Hmm. Not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. These hard times are small potatoes compared to the coming good times. The lavish celebration prepared for us cannot be compared. Cannot be compared. There's far more here than meets the eye. Don't judge by appearances. There's far more here than meets the eye. The things we see now are here today, gone tomorrow. But the things we can't see now will last forever. The things we can't see will last forever. Amen. Amen. We say what we believe. We believe that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, whosoever believes in him shall not perish 
but have everlasting life. We believe that Jesus came into the world not to condemn it, but that through him it might be saved. God desires mercy over judgment. We don't live in our righteousness, but we live in the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. He is our light. He is our light. Say what you believe. Say what you believe. You're a follower of Christ. Say what you believe. Do not allow this world to shape your identity. Let God take these experiences to shape a character within you of grace and mercy. Young people are beginning to imagine a different world. I listened to a conversation And these young people who are involved in this movement, this this racial injustice movement, they're from all walks of life. But they're imagining a world that's not requiring violence to solve violence. And we know, as believers, we we know that the world is not going to be able to offer that to them. Only Jesus can give them, can give them this different world that they're looking for. Father, I thank you. I thank you for causing us, your children, to be courageous. I know that in every season there is a remnant that is birthed out of the moment. And I thank you for that remnant, that we will rise up and be strong, that we will be like the leaven that comes from heaven. That as we are shaped by your glory, that we begin to infect the rest of the body. Just as the leaven that was added to the, the, the bread, to the three loaves of bread. And that story that you told is an example that we can make a difference in the body of Christ just 
by the change that takes place in our individual lives. Because in reality, we are not separate. We are your body. I thank you, Lord God, that we are paying attention to that part of the body that's wounded right now and that's hurting and and trying to reconcile some issues right now, that we're there and that we're listening. We're listening to that area of the body that is going through. That we're compassionate, that we're that we're that we're really listening and hearing allowing for a, an opportunity to to break through into greater levels of 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 healing and freedom liberty greater levels of love greater levels of compassion and mercy greater levels of righteousness being expressed I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Holy Spirit. I thank you, Jesus, for your finished work. I thank you for your willingness to lay down your life so that we might live, truly live. I thank you. Bless your holy name. Bless your holy name, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You alone are worthy. You alone are worthy. You alone are worthy. You alone are worthy. I'm going to stop right here. Amen. If there's anyone listening today that doesn't know our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus, well, he's standing right here with his arms open wide waiting to receive you as his own. Just say yes in this moment. Just say yes to him. He's knocking at the door of your heart. Just say yes. Come in, Lord Jesus. Come and sit on the throne of my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Be my friend. Be my confidant. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being with me today. And then for those of you who will listen at a later time, amen. I just pray that all that I'm saying on the air during this particular season, that that you will hear the love behind it. This is a time where there are difficult conversations that are taking place among believers, among our believers of color and our Caucasian believers. But God, God is resolving something because we aren't meant to be divided. There's one faith, there's one Lord, one spirit. Glory to God. Well, tomorrow is Friday and we can look forward to Friday Night Joy with Pastor Ray Rose. Amen. Glory to God. 
Hallelujah Friday. And you know that I think that's a celebrated holiday um for 4 4th of July is Friday because the 4th actually falls on a Saturday. But praise God, we know that our liberty comes from Christ. It is not a liberty that the the world can't really give us liberty. But Christ can. Amen. So God bless you. Thank you again for being here with me. Sending out lots of love your way. I thank God that you are staying focused focus keep your eyes on Jesus during this time remember there's not no male nor female they're they're in the body of Christ we are all one and the same in the spirit we may have on different physical bodies but that is it we are all one in the spirit in Christ Jesus and he is doing a great work in us we are being transformed from glory to glory praise him God bless you Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky? in line at the deli I guess aha in my dentist's office More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.